Well, despite the fact that they're not getting any help from the trade deadline, the front office, nothing like that, the Cardinals still took care of business. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Eight to nothing. That's the score I want you to remember. Eight to nothing. The Cardinals held down the Cubs tonight and kicked their teeth in. Oh, man, it was nice. I didn't actually get to see the whole game. Flaherty still had the no-hitter going. My wife says, oh, hey, Flaherty's got a no-hitter going. Cubs immediately got a hit. (laughs) You know, after yesterday and the abomination that was the inactivity at the trade deadline, I think this is exactly the kind of pick-me-up that Cardinals fans needed. It's what you need, right? This is Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Find us on Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your favorite smart device, the brand new Himalaya Podcast app, everywhere you get your favorite shows. Man, that was nice to see that happen to the Cubs. Rolling Nick Castellanos out there, waving him around like, yeah, see so what we got at the trade deadline. And we're like, hey, who cares? Ain't nothing, bro. Get out of here. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, we're going to get you geared up for uh, the weekend. There's no game tonight. Uh, A's, Cardinals, it's going to be over the weekend, another off day on Monday, and then the Dodgers come. And then uh, a little bit of breathing room after that. But the Cardinals are on a roll. Let's see if they can keep it up over the weekend and uh, and and have a and have a good chance and uh, keeping the momentum going is all I'm asking. That is all I'm asking. Keep the momentum going. Show this front office you don't care. You don't care that they won't go out and get you help. You are going to win anyway. All right, three big things. Well, like we said, the Cardinals beat the Cubs 8-0. Jack Flaherty doing amazingly well. Probably uh, one of the standout players in the game. 98 pitches, 65 of those for strikes. Man, you, you you just can't beat that. His ERA now dropping. Underneath four as he goes, uh, I believe, a seven-strong innings there. Number two. All right, well, you know what? You couldn't do it without the offense, and boy, did they come through. Uh, Everybody kind of getting in on the action. Tommy Edmond, one for five. Fowler did put up a goose egg, but Martinez, Goldschmidt, DeYoung having a big night. Three for four. Munoz, two for three. Weeders, two for four. Colton Wong, three for four. Blaine Thomas, one for one. Flaherty only giving up that uh, one hit. Two walks, nine strikeouts. Number three. And this is actually the exact thing that the Cardinals needed right now. Coming out of that stretch and uh, beating the Cubs on home turf, this was... This was a much-needed win. This was the kind of win that they had to have. This was the kind of win that shows them that despite the fact that the front office isn't going to help them out, they're still in it. They can still do this. They're on pace for 86 wins, and that's uh, approximately what the Cubs are on pace for as well. 
Now, there, there is one more piece from the trade deadline that, uh, that we have to cover. I was listening to the Bernie show. And according to Bob Nightingale, apparently Zach Grinke would have waived his no-trade clause to come to St. Louis if the package had been right. And the Cardinals didn't even try. Now, granted, for Zach Grinke, they would have to give up a Carlson, um, a Gorman, a somebody like that. And there's, there's just no other way around that. That is what would have had to happen for the Cardinals to be able to play in that end of the pool. Now, I would make the argument, and a lot of people wouldn't agree with me on this, I would make the argument now is the time to do it, a completely winnable division that would have upgraded your pitching staff like crazy. But that's neither here nor there. Also, uh, it wasn't just uh, Mark Sankson. Uh, Derek Gold also now reporting that the Mets, in return for Zank Wheeler, wanted the package from the Cardinals to be centered around one of Tyler O'Neill or Harrison Bader. And apparently having 167 and a half outfielders isn't enough for the Cardinals because they had to hold on to them. That's the last thing we're going to say about the straight deadline for now. Um, we're going to see how the rest of the season goes out. But if the Cardinals continue on their current trend, if they end up winning the division, the question I have, does, does that bail out this front office? Does that bail out Mo? Does that keep Mo from getting into all kinds of trouble as opposed to losing the division by one or two games? What do you think? Let me know. Uh, moose at onairwithmoose.com. That's the email address. At Moose Michaels on uh, Twitter or at LockedOnSTL. We would love to hear from you there, okay? All right, well, the player of the game, by and large, had to be it, it, co-honors. Jack Flaherty did an amazing job holding down that Cubs offense, but, man, Matt Weeders coming through in the clutch. Two pitch. Weeders sends a fly ball out to deep right. Difference maker, Matt Wieters. That's right, Denny Mack on a call, Fox Sports Midwest. Matt Wieters hitting a 10th home run of the season and just a little bit over like 100 plate appearances or at-bats to get to that number. Wieters is by and large, and, and nobody likes to hear this, but I've been talking about this for a little bit. Wieters, by and large, has been a better option behind the dish than Yachty this season. The fact that they got Weeders when they did, the only team to make him an offer was the Cardinals, is a testament to. It's a testament to the kind of talent Mo does see from time to time, and I'll make an argument that they probably need to sign Weeders for next year too, not any longer next year. I think Kinzer will probably be ready to go after that, but Yanni's not getting any younger. Yanni's about to begin a rehab assignment down in Memphis. And I imagine he'll want to be starting just as soon as he gets back. And I'm sure he will. However, if he continues to have a rough stretch at the plate, if he continues to not be able to produce offensively, if his defensive numbers aren't what they are compared to Weeders, and they haven't been so far, nobody wants to hear that, but it's true. Then you got to sit Yachty. you got to start Weeders. And I'm not saying you start weeders all the time. I'm not saying you start weeders 70% of the time, 60% of the time. But weeders probably needs to get more of those starts if it's helping your team more than starting Yachty. Nobody likes to hear that. I get it. Yachty is 
he's a Hall of Famer. But it's a hard fact of life that we are going to have to get used to. And that's something else to think about, too. You look at this stretch. The Cardinals doing just fine without Ozuna, doing just fine without Yachty, doing just fine without Carpenter. So when you have those guys in the lineup, how much were they holding you down is the question you got to ask yourself in that regard. All right, coming up next, I want to take a look at uh, this weekend and then, of course, uh, the, the big series after that. This is Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, this episode brought to you in part by Bombus. It's the best socks in the history of feet. Want to get 20% off your first order? Sure you do. Go to bombus.com slash lock. That's bombus.com slash L-O-C-K-E-D. And you can get 20% off your first order today. Bombus.com slash locked. This is Locked On Cardinals. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Happy Friday. Happy we beat the Cubs in a series day. Happy the offense woke up day. Happy who cares about the trade deadline day. And the Cardinals didn't make a big move. And yet, here they are. They're in first place by a game. Got the day off today, Oakland. Tomorrow, and Sunday, another day off on Monday, and then it's off to visit the Dodgers, the best team in baseball. You know, I said no one cared about the trade deadline, but I'm still wondering if they're going to play Jed Jerko and he's going to hit like three bombs off of us or something. Something nuts. You know, you, you know Jerko's going to turn into like an all-star third baseman. playing behind, And somehow he'll do it playing behind Justin Turner <laughs> over there at Dodgers Stadium. Okay, uh, real fast, don't forget, rate, review, subscribe to us on Google and Apple Podcast, your favorite smart device, the new Himalaya Podcast app. Anywhere you listen to your favorite shows is where we are. Really is that simple. Okay, so starting with this stretch with the Astros, you drop two out of three, right? And then you pick up two out of three from the Cubs, so uh, right now, over this 11-game stretch, you are currently 3-3. Three and three. You got two games against Oakland on the way. Then you got three games with the Dodgers. And the question I believe that I would have is, are you going to finish strong? Oakland is a good team. They're not the Dodgers. They're not the Astros. They're still a good team. The real test is going to come next week against those boys in blue. Because they are, without a doubt, unequivocally, the best team in baseball. They're no joke. Nothing about them is a joke. Um, They're on pace to win a whole bunch of games. It's not to say that they're perfect. It's not to say that they're not flawed. It's not to say they can't have a bad day or a bad night or a few bad days or nights in a row. But the Cardinals get their work cut out for them. But if they can hang tough with the Astros like they did, they hang tough with the Cubs, man, they're going to, I believe they can hang tough with the Dodgers too. We're going to see how the pitching holds up. Michael Wanka, amazingly, going to get the first start in that game. I don't see how that's going to turn out any, any way at all except bad. You know, they, there's nothing about that is, is that that's where the trade deadline, you think about it, and like, yeah, that could have been Zach Wheeler. That could have been somebody that could help us out, like, right now. But no, they don't need help. 
They don't need the help at all, do they? Yeah, they, they, they most certainly do need the help. <laughs> all right, well, let's, uh, let's uh, back up. Let's take a look at this Oakland series because it's the one coming up next. 8.07 Central Daylight Time at Oakland Coliseum. Dakota Hudson taking the mound against Mike Fires, And uh, both these guys pretty similar, at least in the uh, baseball card stats. 3.88 ERA for Hudson, 86 strikeouts, 10-5 and five on the season. Fires, 9-3, 3.54 ERA, 87 strikeouts on the season. Now, Fires is on a pretty incredible run of 17 consecutive starts in which he's allowed three earned runs or fewer. That started back uh, April 26th. His 2.46 ERA, second only in the American League to Garrett Cole, believe it or not. And uh, Fires seems to have the St. Louis's number as well. He's 3-2 and two with a 1.45 ERA in nine career games at seven starts against the Redbirds. Hudson did struggle against the Astros last week. He allowed three home runs for the third time this season. That 4.63 ERA in his last seven games, allowing 18 run runs in 35 innings, isn't too good. But he's a 5-2 record, and that span shows that the team is picking up the slack behind him and trying their best to help him out. Now, he's never faced Oakland before, so we don't know how their big boppers, guys like Matt Chapman, Chris Davis, are going to fare. However, Paul Goldschmidt, 375 against Mike Fires. So I expect to see some good stuff out of Goldie in this upcoming game. So again, game time going to be Saturday. Uh, 8.07 Central Daylight Time, and uh, we'll be watching that. I believe you can watch it on, uh, it's going to be on MLB Network, Fox Sports Midwest, things like that, your uh, local Cardinals radio affiliate. Well, going into the weekend, after you see this, uh, the Cardinals beat the Cubs the way they did, how do you feel about it? Do Do you feel like the Cardinals are in a better position than they were before? Do you feel like that they are going to be able to make a run at this? Or do you think that it's probably a little bit luck, a little less skill? I mean, who knows? The Cubs could be falling apart as well. I think that the Cardinals have a little fire lit under them. Despite what they say publicly, despite this confidence, I believe, in the team that they got put around them. And they do. There are some good pieces in that team. It doesn't mean they don't need help. But despite all that, I have to imagine they're sitting there going, you know what, we're going to do it in spite of the lack of help. We're going to show them what we can do. He challenged us to play good after the All-Star break to see if we were worth an investment. And you know what? They did. And I think that's going to continue as well. So, again, the trade deadline is not behind us. There's nothing we can do about that. And as far as Moe's future goes, I would imagine he's probably still going to be around. So, let's make the best of a bad situation. The Cardinals made no trades and just walloped the Cubs. Walloped them good, too. It wasn't no 2-1 victory like it was a couple of nights ago. 8 nothing, 14 hits. The Cubs only managing one measly little hit. The Cardinals could be for real. We're going to wait and see. This uh, could be like the Blues, except the Cardinals didn't really get any help at the deadline, and uh, they got their new manager last year. But we'll we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Have a fantastic weekend. Weekend. Watch the game on MLB.tv, uh, MLB Network. Any, any way you can, cheer on those Redbirds. I know it's tough sometimes since the front office doesn't want to really do much, 
but you still got to go out there and support the guys, right? Rate, review, and subscribe to us. Apple and Google Podcast, your favorite smart device, a brand new Himalaya podcast app, and everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. You drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out.